early 90s come through at a time where the travel parties were nowhere near. I know now when I go out of the locker room to give dap to, you know, coaches and everything, it's about 10 people that I give dap to, whether it's uh, workout coaches, the strength coach, whoever it is, but it's great. It's the way the NBA now uh, to be a successful organization, Woj, you got to have just so many areas covered, whether it's analytics, weight training, uh, nutrition, whatever it is, you know, everybody has that now to be successful. I remember sitting with Tommy Heinsohn in Boston a few years ago before a game in the pressure room, and he's telling a story about, like, 1950s Celtic travel, and that there was, I want to say it was Fort Wayne or Sheboygan, uh, right, yeah. where they would literally drop you off at the bus station five miles outside town, and they would hitchhike into town. So there would be Bill Russell and Bob Cousy just looking to get a ride from somebody on the side of the road to go into a town to play an NBA game. No question. <laughs> it has grown so much, the travel. And, you know, the bags, you don't touch your bags. You see your bags when you <laughs> drop them off and you touch them when you get back to the hotel. We have it so good as far as, you know, the travel, the organization. Uh, our organization from top to bottom is first class. We multicultural, uh, you know, whatever gender there is, we have it. Uh, so, you know, Jennifer is our, our PR uh, director. And so it, it, there's, it's so well-rounded. And I think it, throughout the league is the same way. And it's, it's really, really good to see for, for our league and uh, that represents all those things that you're looking for, whether it's uh, racial equality, gender equality. Uh, if you're able to do a job, the NBA is a place to be. Case, we're going to hit on a lot of basketball stuff and go back in time on a few things. But I want to ask you about this. You live in Canada now, obviously. You've been there. This is your seventh season with the Raptors. You lived abroad. You lived mm-hmm. in Japan for mm-hmm. five seasons mm-hmm. coaching. Mm-hmm. And you and your wife, Brenda, have two school-age children. Mm-hmm. And you have seen in this country one slaughter after another in American schools. And we saw one another yesterday in, in mm-hmm. Florida. Mm-hmm. You live in a country where this doesn't happen. You think about that. You and your wife think about that as a parent and think about being in a place where gun laws are very different and maybe parents in Canada don't go to bed at night or teachers don't go to bed at night thinking about what has almost become a weekly occurrence here. It's amazing you said that, Woj. My wife and I were talking on the way to the airport this morning uh, trying to filter what was coming across the radio about Florida with our kids because they're so innocent uh, because you don't have those issues. You do have problems in Canada, but nowhere near the magnitude where a 19-year-old kid who has mental health issues can walk in or order or online or whatever you can do because of our crazy gun laws in the United States and purchase an AK-47, things that you, my brother even said, I, he used that when he was fighting over in Afghanistan and in Iraq, when they invaded Iraq. So, how you can ever do that in our country and be able to purchase those kind of weapons for whatever reason, Second Amendment be damned, you know, and go out and have, what is it, 18 in one year to, yeah. to happen when you send your kids to school, you're worried that uh, are they going to come home at night instead of are they going to get a good education. And we've got to do something about our laws, and the only way we can do that is through election. We've got to get out and vote. We've got to take voting seriously. Uh, it was at one time about racial equality. Now I, I think one of our major issues is gun control, and we don't have that in Canada. That is a beautiful thing about 
uh, the country of Canada. I'm not Canadian. I'm American, but living there, working there, and happily so, because my kids are very treated very equally. They're safe. You can walk down the streets at 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning and not have to worry about getting mugged or, or gunned down or whatever. So, you know, and it's, it's right across the border. So if a country like Canada can control, control guns and have guns against the law and have strict gun laws like they do, why can't we? Why can't we? And you still, they still have hunting. They still have hunting all over Canada. You know, and and enjoy that. So why can't we have gun laws where we can control it uh, and have the guns for the military? I mean, that's that's uh, as easy as you can put it. But we have to do something to make our children safe, our family safe, because our major concern now in the United States is.